Hey everybody and welcome to uh, the next episode in my podcast series talking about the actor's life. Uh, the I just messed up saying the title of the book. Hold on. Yeah, The Actor's Life, A Survival Guide by Jenna Fisher. And uh, the chapter that I'm going to be reading for... Er, gosh, why can't I talk in uh, this recording uh, and knowing me I won't be editing any of this I can't talk right now um, and this is going to be on chapter 5 which is a really long title for chapter 5 but it is titled You Got a Job How Things Work on a Television or Film Set so that is uh, what I'll be talking about today, um, or in this recording, in this episode, um, I'm just flipping through to what I'm going to be reading at the end of this podcast, uh, but, uh, because I had to, so the title of this chapter is so long, I had to go to the very beginning front page of the chapter because the rest of the title is cut short throughout the chapter and then what i want to read at the end is of this episode is at the very end of the chapter so that's all that rambling about the flipping through the chapter just now um so this is definitely the longest chapter in the book and I think I might have mentioned in a podcast episode somewhere, I don't remember if it was for this series or in, a, in one of the series before, but normally I'm one of those readers that can only read so many pages at a time. Like, like on average, I could only read like 20 pages at a time, um, and... Uh, Every chapter I've read in this book of the actor's life, I've read through like it was nothing. Uh, it's just this book is so easy to read, and, and at least for me, and, and so interesting. Now, this chapter is definitely the longest chapter. Uh, mind you, on average, I can only read like 20 pages at a time. This chapter was 46 pages, and I read through it like... Like, it was nothing, because it was just it's so interesting to me to read. It was very fascinating. Um, Jenna Fisher is just fantastic with the way she wrote this book. Um, and uh, so so I easily went through the 46 pages of this chapter. Um, and, uh, but yeah, it, it's all that this chapter was about, what it's like being on sets for television shows and movies and she even broke down like the different types of television um show sets like the uh one camera and multi-camera sets uh where like the office was one camera and then shows that are filmed in front of live audiences are multi-camera and and uh but she talks about like just like all the previous ta- chapters, very important things to know about being on set. Uh, like, uh, like for, and to bring some of my real life experiences to what I read, 
Um, so one of the things that's mentioned is that there is a lot of waiting uh, on a, a normal wait work day for being on set. And I can relate to that. Um, with the movie that I got to be in as a featured extra, um, I definitely did a lot of waiting. Um, the first day I was on set, I was on set for two days for that movie, um, which was a really cool experience. That first day, I literally waited all day. The scene that I was in didn't get shot until the very last scene of the day, um, and we, I was there from really early in the morning. Um, I don't actually remember exactly how early I was there, but but I was there from really early in the morning, and uh, my scene wasn't shot until the very end of the day. So it was a very long day of waiting, uh, but that's all part of the experience. Uh, interest, interestingly... Uh, the next day, my scene was the first scene to be shot, so I didn't really have to wait, uh, after that, because, uh, after that scene, um, uh, we got to go home, uh, I was with, uh, one of the other actors who, uh, is one of my long time best friends, uh, it's practically like a brother to me. I, he's an actor, and uh, and I, I rode with him because he was also in the the film, and so um, and we were both in the same scenes. Uh, so that was a really cool experience, especially being that it was my first movie. But uh, definitely got the waiting experience, and even with the short film that I was in af- shortly after that, um, there was a little bit of waiting, not as much waiting. As for the movie, but there was definitely a little bit of waiting with that as well compared to theater, which most of my acting experiences with theater, there's not a whole lot of waiting, especially since um, if uh, they have a rehearsal schedule and then if you're not, if they're not doing and they know when your scene is going to be done. So you um, only go when your scene is going to be done. Uh, basically, then uh, you don't even necessarily have to always be there. Uh, right away, if your scene's not the first scene to be done, so uh, unless you're doing a full play run rehearsal, uh, and in that case, then you, you wait your normal waiting times uh, for the play. But uh, anyways, I can definitely relate to that. Um, and uh, and uh, she talked about how like there's snacks and food on sets, and I I definitely remember there being donuts and and bagels and stuff. Um, when we first got to the set uh, early in the morning for the movie, I remember things like that, and um, so I can definitely relate to that. And uh, and, and another thing that she talks about is being prepared. Um, you know, uh, as far as if you have to be there at a certain time to be there early and prepare uh, for traffic and uh and how far the parking lot is to the actual set and and just to have all these things prepared in in your mind uh, to be prepared for anything and uh and you know from having all your lines down and and uh being prepared for your character your role and, and to just 
everything about getting to the set and and uh, and uh, which is really interesting because I have a story for about preparedness um, that actually took place um, a couple days ago. Uh, so Thursday, last Thursday, today's Saturday that I'm recording this. So last Thursday, um, I was going to go to an audition for these short films and um and so the, uh the audition was in Miami um at a college uh for the short films that these students were directing and uh, I uh, had the opportunity to go to the audition I got the sides uh, the male sides for for the what I was auditioning for and um, and I had to be there by five o'clock. So I had work that day, um, with my job. I got out at two o'clock. Now, um, I don't live in Miami. Uh, I live in Naples, which is two hours. I mean, from where I live, it's two hours away from Miami usually. Uh, so I was like, okay, I get off work at two. I can make it by five. Um, and so where I work, it's not two hours away from Miami. I learned, um, I just naively thought it would be two hours cause it's still Naples, but where I work is, uh, like North Naples compared to, uh, where I live, which is a lot, a little bit closer to getting to Miami. So it took... Need three hours to get to Miami. Now, I really didn't prepare. Partially, okay, for I didn't prepare in having enough time to get there. So I didn't even make it to the audition. Um, the only thing that I really prepared, things I prepared for was I had my lines down and I, and the way that I was going to portray the characters for the sides. I had all that down. I felt like I was going to nail the audition. And I had a change of shirt so that I wasn't going to the audition in my work shirt. That was it. So I didn't, for, so for one thing, I didn't prepare good with timing and getting there on time. Secondly, I didn't think about bringing a phone charger, uh, in my car to charge my phone while I was driving because I didn't know how to get there offhand. So I had to, use Google Maps on my phone, and that drained battery. Um, and so between not bringing a phone charger or shutting my phone off while I was at work all day, so my phone was on all day at work, drained battery, on top of not having a phone charger in my car. So I didn't plan for that, so my phone died before I even got there. And apparently I was actually pretty close to the college, too. Uh, because I had stopped at a gas station to try to ask for directions. But, so, didn't make it to the audition. My phone died. Luckily, I was actually pretty decent with directions uh, in the fact that uh, by the time I put more gas in my car, after getting directions, I was like, there was no way I was going to make it in time, even with the directions I got. And so I just, I drove all the way to Miami just to drive all the way back to Naples. Um, luckily, even though my phone was dead, because I had asked at the gas station if there was an extra charger I could use for my phone. 
And of course, none of the employees had a charger I could borrow real quick for like a few minutes. So I drove home with a, a phone that was dead. Um, but luckily, I was able to figure out without directions on my phone how to get back to Naples. Um, so at least that, I wasn't like aimlessly lost driving around trying to get back to Naples after all that. So, I mean, it, it was definitely a learning experience. And uh, when I had got home and my phone was charged for a little bit, I called that same buddy that I talked about earlier that I did the movie with and uh, and talked about it because he has a lot more experience with um, film and television auditions uh, where my experience is mostly with theater because I've only had those couple of camera acting uh, experiences. Uh, but, uh, and he gave some pretty good advice about being prepared as well, just making sure that I give myself enough time to be there and to not just be there on time, but to be there early and to make sure I have my phone charged, um, charged with me and to just, uh, really try to, uh, plan ahead better next time and, you know, like things like that happen to not beat myself up about it, um, but it was a, definitely an interesting learning experience, um, and it just <laughs> quite a cool incidence that that happened a couple days before reading this chapter. That part of it talks about being prepared, so that was just pretty interesting. Uh, but I mean, this whole chapter was just really great, and and just like the previous chapters, Jenna gave uh, examples of her experiences and um, and. And she talked about um, dealing with uh, weapons and love scenes on set and stuff. And those were pretty interesting to read, too. And um, how uh, her kiss with John Krasinski on The Office was her first, like, uh, her first kiss on set, uh, on a set before. And so it's always um, interesting to read these chapters because of things like that, how Jenna likes to give um, real-life examples of what she's talking about um, when she's giving her advice and and talking about how things are. And so uh, uh, what I'm going to read for this chapter is, uh, like I said earlier, is the very last page of the chapter, and it's actually a list of the do's and don'ts on set. And I, I thought I'd read this because it basically sums up the things that Jenna talked about in this chapter. So I thought it'd be perfect. So, uh, for the do's, read every script you receive and check for new changes. Be honest with wardrobe about your sizes. Be on time. Check in with a production assistant when you arrive. Bring your ID and social security card or passport. Bring specialty food items and snacks if needed. Know your lines. Be prepared to wait a lot. Eat the free food. Help to create a safe environment for everyone. Ask questions if you don't understand something. Find out what you need to thrive. And then for the don'ts. Take or post photos of the actors to set or yourself at work. 
post information spoilers about the job on social media, ask for professional favors from the cast or director, gossip, allow another actor or director to take advantage of you, stop a scene in the middle, just keep going until you hear cut. That's in parentheses because you do want to just keep going until you hear cut. Judge your fellow actors or take things personally. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, and I believe I only have actually one actual chapter left in the book. Um, but it's been a, I really loved and enjoyed reading this book. And uh, so, on to the next chapter for next week. And until next time.